There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Dawn was on a ghost hunt at a haunted LA Fitness where Brad was doing CrossFit all alone. <coughs> His squats opened a wormhole, and that's what led them here. The trap inside a magic studio. The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley and Dawn. A Mike Ganger production. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. This is your place for entertainment. Hello, I'm Dawn. That's Bradley, and that's Mike over there, Hi. our producer. Happy hump day. Yes, it's the first day of uh, summer today. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, so, pretty hot this week. Longest day of the year. Right, we'll be outside until 10 p.m. The sun will just be no, setting. <laughs> I, girl, I will be asleep when it is like bright as day. Oh, you go to sleep that early. Well, I mean, I'm in bed by like nine ish. Yeah, every wow. night. Wow. Okay, are you? I'm not, not always in... asleep at nine, but uh, yeah. I'm in my bed winding down. Okay. Yeah, shutting her down. That's, that's, I wish I could do that. What time do you go to bed? Um, as late as possible. Oh, are you a night, up, night owl? Oh, I love it. I've always been a night owl oh and God, a morning show host. when do you host. get up? <laughs> well, um, you know, before it was 4 a.m. Oh, my God. So I would fall asleep like at 1030, though, on the couch. But you would take a nap during the day, right? I would after I got home from the morning show. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, noon, no, I One of the things that I gift myself every day and hopefully will lead to a longer than uh, would have been otherwise life is mm-hmm. sleep. Yes. Sleep is a magical, magical gift. But now I don't have to get up that early, so I'm so blessed. Hashtag blessed. Blessed. Well. We didn't bring people here to talk about our sleep habits, Dawn. No, we did not. Uh, We need to talk about the update with the Titan, which is the submersible that went down to view the Titanic on a pleasure cruise, and we cannot find them. I'm sure everybody knows this story. If you don't, just open up your phone and... Yeah, no, literally, probably still the biggest story that everybody has been paying attention to since Sunday when that submersible went missing Sunday morning. Of course, five people aboard. Uh, At this point, it seems like we have less than one day's worth of oxygen left in that submersible. But overnight, there was a development, and I thought we could talk about this because... There is, yeah, and I I don't even know if you call it hope, but but as the person we're going to hear from, 
says, essentially, this is something we can focus on. Yes. And that something is noise. Apparently, they heard noises overnight. Maybe you've heard that that headline. What does that really mean? Well, let's have a listen to, uh, and I believe this is the Rear Admiral, Rear Admiral, Oh my God, words are hard. Rear okay. admiral, why is that a hard word? I almost because I think I wanted to say admirable, and you can't be a rear admiral. You say rear, and also say rear ad- admiral. Rear admiral. I say rear. You say admiral. Anyway, he's uh, the Coast Guard rear admiral. That's in charge uh, of the investigation. Let's have a, a listen to what he said about the noises they heard overnight. Um, yeah. I mean, how, how likely is it, in your experience, that this is a human caused noise? So this is an incredibly complex uh, site there. You have to remember that it's the the wreck site of the Titanic. So there is a lot of uh, uh, metal and and, uh, different uh, objects uh, in the water around this site. Uh, That's why it's so important that we've engaged uh, experts uh, from uh, the Navy uh, that understand uh, the science behind uh, noise and and can classify or or, uh, give us better information about what the source of that noise may be. In the meantime, it's something, it's a target, it's a focus for us to uh, look at. And so we've deployed the uh, uh, remote operated vehicles uh, and the surface vessel, uh, the Canadian uh, Coast Guard surface vessel that has sonar capability in the vicinity of that to, to see if we can uh, detect uh, anything in the water in that area. Again, that's just some further explanation of what those noises uh, could have been. At the end of the day, it sounds like it is It is. As you put it, hope where the possibility of man-made noise and you know, mm. presumably, hopefully, man-made noise from that submersible. And I was reading that one of the people aboard, remember there are five people aboard the Titan sub, which is currently missing. A guy by the name of Paul Henry, I'm not going to pronounce his last name, but he's a former French Navy diver who has... I think this is the guy that went to the Titanic wreck like 15 times or Mm. it was a a lot. He has been down to this wreck many, many times. And apparently he's trained in if something were to go wrong, apparently what you're supposed to do every 30 minutes, spend about three minutes clanking on the side of the thing. Yes. So that they, you know, will get that pattern. measured pattern. They will get that pattern and then be able to realize that that's. Um, you know, a man-made sound, and those are the people trying to communicate. So that could be one possibility of the sounds. I was reading, though, also in a previous missing sub situation, they heard some noises that they thought were man-made, and later it turned out that they weren't. But, again, this is the possibility, and that's certainly more than anything we've had in the way of hope since the story first broke on Sunday. Yes. So seeing that news, uh, I went to a concert last night and I was, you know, immediately checking my phone the minute I got out to see what had transpired or if any hope had been found. And I was so glad to hear that just because it is something. And you mentioned before the show to me that the, um, that this is two grand canyons in depth and yeah, I don't know if it's it, it, width. It, when I saw so I saw this chart and they kind of put everything into perspective, right? Like this is how tall the Eiffel Tower is, you know. So they had like the boat at the top of the water, and then the ocean, mm-hmm. and then the Titanic wreck, and the distance between the top and the bottom. Of course, they had like you know here's the Statue of Liberty, here's the Eiffel Tower, and then they had like a whole ass Grand Canyon. And I swear you could have fit another 
Grand Canyon's depth mm-hmm. underneath that before you got to the bottom. So that gives you an indication because what is it? Something like two, uh, two and a half miles. It's, yeah, it's. I know it's twelve thousand five hundred feet. So yeah. whatever that. Uh, it's a lot. It's it's just. And what if they got off course? Before they got down there and started drifting, you know, in a different area. Yeah, or again, so don't forget they could be unknown. at the surface because that capsule is designed unless unless it really is stuck, meaning they did uh, get, stuck. Did get stuck. Did you also Sunday. see the story? And again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the Titan sub that went missing on Sunday. Still no word, but there's this this report of of noises, uh, and it's noises, not just a noise, but repeated noises that have been heard. Did you see the story about a previous trip to a, the Titanic wreck that a reporter talked about wherein they did get stuck in the wreckage oh. and there was a period of about an hour where they lost communication and they weren't able to move oh, and he no. really you know talked about how well this was the time I figured we weren't going to get out of this and then you know thankfully of course they did because at some point the wreckage shifted and they started to to float again but he talked about the you know terrifying nature of of what it felt like in that moment to be trapped but if it wasn't trapped by wreckage then remember it could be floating at the surface but equally hard to find it if it's floating at the surface and remember they're still bolted from the outside in so even if they are have have been at the surface let's say for a couple days um they have no way to get out Right. And if they do get, let's just pray that they do get them out. They are prepared just to have another beacon of hope as to their survival or, or their recovery. They have hyperbaric chambers, six of them set up for them to immediately go into to re, you know, so they don't have damage from coming to the surface. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's like they are preparing for everything that they're, they will survive. Yeah. And um, that's really the only thing that, those of us who are watching this story can do is try to find those bits of hope. So thanks for bringing this story today. You know, that there could be some hope. There are all, uh, there are also just as a reminder, five people that are on board. Uh, we can put the link up the BBC news feed that we linked yesterday, I believe has changed, but there's a new one today that is providing regular updates. They answer questions. Um, and I, I found it to be particularly useful because they have, you know, updated us on the ships that are currently uh, a part of the search. And, you know, I, the one thing I will say is I hate when I see sort of the social media coverage of a story like this mm-hmm. where it's wall to wall coverage. Everybody's talking about it, including us. But, you know, major news outlets are talking about it. And and people then question, like, why are you talking about that? This is one small. And then they go after like, oh, these are all billionaires. Why are you going? Oh, it's so and I'm like, first of all, it just seems insensitive. But second of human all, beings. understanding the pe- people's fascination with the story to me is as equally fascinating or I shouldn't say equally is also fascinating. Meaning, I think it's very fascinating that we are all captivated by the story and better to ask the question why. And I think it's because it involves science. It involves one of our, you know, most people's worst fears, which is either claustrophobia or in the case uh, that you can attest to so well. And even I, just the thought of dark water scares me, you know, to no end. I can't think of anything worse than, you know, being stuck 
in a capsule underwater, right? It's so that's but that's a that's a very common human experience. So I think mm-hmm. that there are reasons why we get fascinated with stories like this. Also, it's a race against time. Yes, there is a fixed point at which the story is going to end, and not for the better if the capsule's Something not found. Miraculous. So, doesn't happen. You add all of those things together, and I think it explains why the story has stolen people's attention, and they've become fascinated or gripped by this particular story, and it's not because it has anything to do with billionaires or... I mean, there will be time to, you know, to sort of go after the company that... Which the CEO is inside. Uh, I don't know if it's a CEO. Uh, I I mean, I, I don't remember. I believe it was from one of the links we... Put up either the um, New York Times or the BBC when they listed the people inside. One of them was the creator. Oh, and Stockton Rush. He is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's He's who you're talking about, so right? Yep. I just, I mean, there's when your imagination starts going, which is difficult to shut off sometimes. Yeah. You just wonder about what's going on inside of there, and you know, hopefully, people out there would just realize these are human beings that we need to find and regardless of how much they paid to be on there or how privileged they are, well, and there they're will, still human beings. And there will be time to investigate how this happened. Who's at fault. If anybody like all of those things are valid, right? Like you don't want to be sending people, you don't want to allow people to endanger themselves unnecessarily. Um, and you can question all of those things. Mm-hmm. I just think at like the moment at where right now, there's a race against time to yes. save these people. I mean, There'll be plenty of time after that actually happens. I did want to play, and you referenced oh, who yeah. uh, you referenced who was on in, uh, this vessel. Stockton Rush, the chief executive at Ocean Gate, the firm that operates those Titanic voyages, is there. Um, Paul Henry, and again, it's the French guy, Narjolet. Um, he is that former French Navy diver who has spent more time at the Titanic wreck than really any other explorer uh, since the first expedition in 1987. Then you've got that British businessman that we talked about yesterday, Shazada uh, DeWood and his son, Suleiman, who's 19. Mm. You know, they keep making uh, people online just keep going after, you know, billionaires and rich people. I'm like, this oh dude's kid is down there. Please, let's like, not Can you imagine just that. what that would be like, you know, the that family to think, you know, those two members of their family. I mean, and also a 19-year-old kid. I don't know. Anyway, lastly, Hamish Harding, which a lot of people have heard about. He's that British adventurer who has gone to space on Mm -hmm. Jeff Bezos. Blue Origin rocket. Wiener rocket. Yeah. Um, But he's also gone on trips to the South Pole. I did want to quickly just play a clip from one of his friends. Okay. And her name is Yannicka. And she talked about the last time she spoke to Hamish and what it's been like since. I last spoke to Hamish right before his dive. He casually just wrote that he's on his way to the Titanic and he's waiting for the perfect weather window. And me in an equally casual way just answered, Godspeed Hamish, I'm nervous, I'm sick to my stomach with nerves, I'm terrified, I'm anxious, I'm not sleeping. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. At the moment, um, I'm just hoping for good 
news every single second every single minute feels like hours um and we're losing time and we're losing opportunity to find them alive terrifying terrifying story to be sure but we will let you know the minute we learn anything or anything develops on that story when we come back though mike's got all the latest from hollywood it's a dirt alert right here on my talk 1071 first equity it's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. What are you doing today? Did you know that is is the first day of summer? Summer is here, and if you have a vacation to the beach, you're going to ballparks all the time or a barbecue, summer is more fun when you're feeling your best. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days because they're so and far between it seems like here in Minnesota. So if you join this doctor recommended program today, you will get eight weeks free when you mention me and you can lose 20 pounds or more in your first eight weeks. I lost 30 pounds with Livia five years ago. I've maintained my weight loss because of what I learned from the team at Livia and they're local, they're personal and they make you feel comfortable when you go in. So call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Join today and get eight weeks free when you mention me. And Livia was voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Free protection. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. He's got all the latest in entertainment. It's Mike with the Dirt Alert. Yes, we'll start things off with Taylor Swift. Of course, it's Taylor Swift week this week here in Minnesota. It's also going to be uh, basically Taylor Swift year for the next couple of years, including <laughs> right. next year when she uh, does the international leg of her tour, which, by the way, just added 50 dates. I was going to say she added a crap ton of dates. She did, and that's going to span the globe. We've got Europe, Australia, Asia, all different. A uh, bunch of South American dates, too. So yes, if you exactly. Take a quick trip south yeah Mm -hmm. so uh, all the details that can be found she just posted it on instagram but uh, her uh, european and i should say her international leg of the uh, eras tour is going to be uh, kicking off next year uh, on june 7th uh, 2024 across the pond oh boy people are gonna this is how much money is this tour gonna make i mean it's just (laughs) mind-blowing when you think of it wow it's a lot also uh the mayor of minneapolis did announce today uh, that Minneapolis is changing its name to Swiftyapolis on Friday. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Okay, I'm very gullible, so is that a real story? No, it's a real... I mean, okay. well, that was on the Twitter. It's a real story. Okay. Oh. If it was on Twitter, it's real. <laughs> Leah, but- Leah, the uh, woman we have training today, just came around the corner and gave me a thumbs up like, you can believe him on this. <laughs> Thank you, Leah. It's true, it's true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we mentioned this before when this tour started. She's basically going to have a key to every single city. I just uh, can't imagine that keychain she's got just filled with... It's like uh, a janitor. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be like... Well, and no doubt it is in part because it's expected to you know, raise some revenue oh, yeah. in the city when people oh, descend upon our sure. city. Uh, I will say there's also hundreds of thousands of people already headed downtown this weekend. So that's going to make for great traffic opportunities. <laughs> find out what your metro transit options are that's yeah. all i'm saying enjoy the weekend sure. yes uh, lots of things happening uh, also uh, something happened in court here uh for a person we talk about a lot especially in the blind items army hammer settles divorce with elizabeth chambers yeah Bye. so uh they finally settled after a three-year battle the settlement was struck uh, between the two involving property as well as any child or spousal support difficulties according to some legal documents obtained by tmz it's not known exactly the specifics but the judge 
uh, norm that's given after the judge uh, mm-hmm. will sign things and make it official. So I, I will say I'm not surprised with these two that they were able to figure something out because by all accounts, just from the stories we've read, they really weren't at each other's throat. That she seemed to be relatively supportive of him. In fact, was criticized for seemingly being too supportive of <laughs> the uh, creeper that he was. But you know, nonetheless, I don't think there was any word that they were fighting over money or kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when kids are involved, you have to, uh, uh, well, maybe not so obviously, it's better to um, keep those things to yourself um, because, you know, in the end, the tabloids don't really need to know. Like, your family comes first, and to speak ill of the dad of your kids, never a good idea. You might want to send that memo to, oh, I don't know, everyone, but mostly (laughs) currently at this moment, Troy and Kim. Oh, right, Croy and Kim. Did I say Troy? Yeah, you said Croy. Good. Troy, it's okay. Cram. <laughs> have uh, either of the two of you checked out Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu? I have not. The drama miniseries? Yeah, it's uh, about that uh, kind of boutique, boutique uh, health and wellness resort. Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, you have it's, seen it? Yeah. And? Thoughts? Uh, Melissa McCarthy is in it. It was okay. okay. I didn't love it. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, it's been renewed for okay. season two, <laughs> and uh, it sounds like it's going to get a little better, at least by our uh, uh, thoughts, because uh, a person we all love, I know, thanks to uh, his performance in White Lotus and The Last of Us, Murray Bartlett is going to be joining the cast for season oh. two. I oh didn't see gosh. that, and I, this dude is killing it. He oh, is, God. truly. Well, I might have to dip into that again. Well, let us know okay. if you do. When we come back, thank you, Mike, for all of those wonderful yeah. stories from Hollywood. We've got a crap ton of blind items coming your way. You got any over there that are good today? Oh, yeah, we've got a few. It should oh, be fun. Okay, <laughs> fine. We'll get to uh, right to them on the other side of this here on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process or check them out online at littleblindspot.com and don't forget to tell them bradley sent you the adventures of bradley and dawn my talks 1071 everything entertainment let's get into some of those juicy bits of gossip with the names left out let's do it we'll start things off with this one we already knew this A-list showrunner was awful. That has been highlighted in this space many times. Now, though, he's just ticking everyone else off and every writer who could possibly work with him by negotiating a new contract and having to cross the picket lines to do so. Oh. Why not just wait until the strike's over? Oh, 
Mm, you mentioned this. Um, Ryan Murphy? Yeah, he just mentioned this in the last... Uh, oh. Certainly did, yeah. He's going Dirt. over to Netflix, or Disney, Disney. from Disney Netflix. from Netflix, yeah. So, filling in the blanks here. Ryan Murphy, uh, according to, of course, this one here is from crazydaysandnights.net, anti-lawyer, uh, is awful, according to uh, the... Uh, has been highlighted in that space many times before. Yeah, he's, he's not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. Uh, and says now he's just upsetting every writer that could possibly work with him, considering he negotiated this new contract and crossed the picket line to do so so my gosh i mean you know good luck to him i mean he obviously has the wherewithal to make deals like this and to produce my thing with ryan murphy i don't know i feel like i've said this a thousand times and i'm certainly not the only one to say it is he will start a show with a great premise and some good writing but then everything kind of just hits a bump in the road at some point and then like falls apart and you're like, what am I watching? Oh, like, yeah. I can't tell you how many seasons after about the first three of American Horror Story, where I was just like, I don't know where we're going anymore. Like, I was all in and I love these characters. He's really good at writing characters um, and coming up with just and then he also like pays homage to all this good history stuff that people don't necessarily dig into when they're, you know, dealing with historical subjects like he does his work, but then, like I said, at some point it just kind of all melts down and you're not quite sure what the whole point of this thing was. It's almost like he leaves the show like halfway through. Yeah, I stopped watching during the um, the one that was about the election. It was during the election. And I'm like, we have enough election talk. And it mm. was just too on the nose. And I was like, mm, I could not watch this anymore. I'm kind of done with the show. But I do like, like um, some of the... Um, Oh, gosh, there, it's a different category. It's not American it's American Crime Story. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a really great job on the Andrew Cunanan um, case. And, of course, you know, the victims involved in that, we, we got to know them on a different level than just reading some stories about them uh, and focusing on Andrew. So well, uh, I think he... he has good ideas sometimes, but, yeah, overall, we'll see what happens with Disney. Yeah, now he's got a whole new crop of <laughs> weird yeah. The, stories to produce. It'll be interesting to see what he comes up with for Disney, right? Right. Yeah. The Watcher, by the way, another one that people described that exact same way where it was really mm. good, the idea was good, and then just couldn't quite land the plane. But yeah, yeah Disney, I think, is going to be trying to uh, continually expand and broaden what they're known for, and I think he could be a good addition to that. Yeah. All right. Want to do another one? Let's yes. do it! All righty, uh, this blind about uh, treating people below you like crap. Uh, this married, foreign-born, A-minus, B-plus-less actress was on a streaming show that was way over budget and was also awful and one of the worst streaming shows ever produced. She also treated everyone on the production like crap unless they were higher than her on the list or could get her a job later on. Oh, no. Okay, so we're talking about a crap streaming show that, that was, was way over budget. Way over budget. Mm. What was way? Oh, is it like a Game of Thrones? Nope. Is this something uh, that's currently running? Um, It did drop recently, yes. I don't so th- it hasn't finished yet? Um, I or? think it all dropped in a bundle. A okay, blog. never mind. Netflix? Nope, not Netflix. Oh, I was going to say not The Max. Idol or Lily Rose Depp, but nope. no. Okay. Those are ongoing, yeah. This this one. Hmm. Uh, I'm looking here just to see. I think all of them just dropped for this particular streamer. Oh, yeah. It it would it probably would not be Max then, right? Because you haven't it dropped all at once. Yeah. You know? Who else drops stuff all at once? I mean, is the bear out yet? 
Nope. Uh, okay. The bear Paramount I do think Plus. actually was yesterday, um, but no uh, and no. Okay. okay. Hulu? Nope. You're running off of the love of God. Who else is uh, there? Uh, uh, okay. Peacock? Nope. <laughs> there's only a couple left Peacock. here. Can you from the uh, big from the big times? There's only a genre. Times. Uh, this is an action um, uh, show. An action show. Action. Citadel. Yes. Nailed it. Wow. You didn't even need the streamer. What is you Citadel? Nailed the show. And why did you just say that? <laughs> like you're some kind of a savant. Because I know they spent a lot of money on that show. What is it? That's the one with Priyanka Chopra. Exactly, and that's who we're talking about. Oh, good job, Bradley. Blind. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Richard Madden also in it, uh, produced by the guys who did Avengers, the Russo brothers, for mm. Amazon Prime. Ah, and Amazon's okay. the only one I think you didn't say. There's but, a reason that we didn't say that, yeah. because there's not much going on over there. <laughs> yeah, I just think about, like, what items can I buy and get free shipping, <laughs> yeah. you know? Okay, well, well, so she's filling fill yeah. those blanks because yeah, Priyan- I've forgotten what we're actually talking about. <laughs> Priyanka Chopra apparently uh, treated people pretty badly on that show that went way over budget. She was uh, awful to work with. It was one of oh, the worst no. streaming shows ever produced. Oh. And she treated everybody uh, like crap unless they were higher than her on the list, which I assume, you know, like Richard Madden and maybe the the producers of the show would be the only people higher than her on the list and uh, people that could get her a job in the future. So well, okay, that's true, well, that's, that's not great. Good. Yeah, because you awesome. don't know somebody at craft services could be the daughter of a super important executive you, you don't know yeah mm-hmm. or it could just or be just a, nice a human person. being that yeah. you should treat nicely exactly that's probably a good <laughs> good thing to live by you want to do another one let's yes. do it all right this a-list actor slash director blames being wasted on cocaine for the time he hooked up with the north of the border syndicated actress does he blame it for all the other times the two of them hooked up Oh, um, director, actor, A-list, A-list, director, actor, Uh, Seth Rogen, Uh, just trying to think of somebody who admit to doing cocaine, Ben Affleck, cocaine, cocaine, Uh, and then a Canadian north of the border syndicated actress, syndicated actress. What does that mean? Like TV? Yes, and it means uh, those TV shows uh, that she was a part of have been in syndication for a long time. Courtney Cox? He was on cocaine when he... Okay. A Canadian. Do we know her as Canadian? Yep. Okay. Uh, who directed... Elizabeth... Uh, who directed uh, Cocaine Bear? Okay. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks, but no. She's not a director. She's just it's an actress, right? Exa- it, uh, all, yes. It, no, no, Elizabeth Banks does. But what, what he's saying is the person in the blind is a north of the border syndicated actress. Actress, yeah. okay. Doesn't say anything Not about the her being a director. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so Canadian actress on a syndicated show. Is it like a Friends? Um, like a uh, comedy? It's, yeah, one of, so there's multiple shows. The one would be a sitcom. She was a small part in one of the long-running syndicated shows. Is it somebody that so he wouldn't want to be associated with, or, um, or is this person... probably from the fact that he hooked up randomly with? Or, I mean, I guess oh, I don't know. God. I don't think there's any issues with because we don't know the timeline of this. He's blaming this well before he was in his obviously yeah. high-profile relationship. Oh boy! One wow, of the times relationship. Uh, we knew a lot more about her. Learned a lot more about her earlier this year. We learned a lot about her earlier this year. Yep. And she's Canadian. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jennifer Aniston? Uh, 
Uh, so is it someone from France? No. Okay. Uh, eliminated all the. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Another gosh. comedy that she was kind of. Oh, in. I guess her biggest role was not known for the rom com. Her biggest role was more of a. Um, gosh, I don't even know how you would describe this movie Drama? or show. Um, mm, let's movie see or here. show. Hmm. Uh, it Movie would be or show. no show. Sorry, it is a. Uh, oh, this is the okay. It actually was turned into a movie later on. Oh, okay. Oh boy. Starring somebody that you've got memorabilia from in your house, Bradley. Zach Efron. What movie? What oh, TV show? Oh, oh, Pamela Anderson. There we go. We got there. Oh, connecting my. the dots. La 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 la. No. Baywatch. Yeah. Baywatch and uh, Home Improvement, I think, are the mm. two in syndication shows. I never would have gotten of. there by Home Improvement, I didn't think but so. thank you for giving me the in with the Golden Girls. You're or not well. the Golden Girls. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. I also Zac have Efron. memorabilia from the Golden Girls <laughs> yes. in my house. Gotcha. Zach Efron's pants and the Golden Girls cups. So. Filling oh in the blank, Zac Efron did not hook up with the Golden Girl due to cocaine. That is not what we are talking about here. We're talking <laughs> about... Awesome. Oh, my God. I would love Which that. Which one? <laughs> oh, it would totally be... Oh, God. Who would most likely do coke? <sighs> I mean, as a character or as a person? Um. Well, the character, I feel like Blanche? Maybe? Yeah, Blanche would be <laughs> He's the doing one some for coke. sure. Yeah. But in real but life, in real B. Life, Arthur. I feel like B. Arthur, she would look down at people who did drugs. Like, I ain't got time for oh, that. Oh, really? Okay. I think maybe, well, maybe uh, she Betty in White. The 60s. Betty White. <laughs> Not yeah. Estelle Getty. She was a swinging, you yeah. know, yeah. swinging lady in the 70s. Back, backstage yeah. of those uh, of those game shows, her and Alan yes. Martin were, they were yeah, partying. They you know that. If you've watched enough game show network, you know they lines. were not sober. Uh, okay. By the way, filling in the blanks here, uh, Ben Affleck uh, has apparently blamed his, uh, blamed being wasted on cocaine for the first time he hooked up with uh, Pamela Anderson. Uh, and then we asked the question, does he blame it for all the other times they hooked up as well? Mm, so, that's an interesting oh, little tidbit. Apparently they, uh, yeah. So. Why are you wrinkling your nose? I just don't. Some people that like, it's like two pieces of a puzzle that you're like, that doesn't fit. You oh, know? really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not surprised. She's she'd be older than him, right? Yeah, a little I think so. uh, slightly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do another one. Blinded by the item. There will not be a trial in August. The prime minister actor will throw a whole bunch of money to make sure the problem goes away before then. And I hope the actress uh, getting paid a bunch of money to stick by his side. Uh, and make it look like he's a good guy. Will uh, what? Okay, sometimes you know the uh, the grammar on these. Um, <laughs> uh, I hope the actress getting paid a lot is getting paid a lot of money. Uh, is the word missing there? Uh, is getting paid a lot of money to uh, make it look like he's a good guy standing by his side. So let me repeat that is this one more the time. Prime Minister. Remember, the, look at your notes. The Prime Minister actor. Oh, that's Jonathan Majors. There you go. There you go. And Megan Good. And Megan Good, yes. Ding, this ding, was ding. a pretty quick and easy one, but uh, the uh, blind item reads, there will not be that trial in August that we heard about yesterday. Oh. The uh, Jonathan Majors will throw a whole bunch of money at the uh, problem and make it go away. There was one accuser. According to this, there's been multiple accusers, but I think the way I read it at one point, uh, there's only been one or two that have like gone to police and really filed the uh, officially, and they're basically implying that... Uh, if he gets that one to settle, then all the rest will go away. We've oh. heard that in the blind items a couple of nice. times. Oh, I see. So, okay. and again, Megan Good, uh, as we kind of speculated, is just uh, potentially by his side to make him look a little better. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right.
Let's do another one that's a little, well, I guess it's not really more uplifting than that. But. <laughs> I can't always pick them. Well, let's give this one a whirl. This A-list comic just can't stop trashing his ex, even though it was he who has been cheating on her every single day with somebody new in whichever city he was working in. We'll see if he'll do the same with his current significant other as soon as she stops following him to each city because she knows He's going to cheat if she's not with him. Oh, my God. Um, Is this John Mulaney? Yep. Oh, man. Hey. Good guy. God, he's such a you know funny who, guy. Do you know um, who he's with right now? Yes, he is with, um, because he left his wife mm-hmm. for her, and yep. they had a baby oh, right away. It's, it's um, isn't it, what's her name, Aubrey Plaza? Nope. No. Uh, oh were they together? No. Who am I thinking of? This is... Um, Olivia somebody? Mun. Mun. There you go. I got a hint. It came at me through the glass. Oh. <laughs> Filling in the blanks here. Uh, John Mulaney is uh, not going to stop trashing his ex-wife, even though he's the one who is cheating on her every single city he would stop in. And he'll do the same as soon as Olivia Munn stops traveling with him to every single city. Because oh. she knows if she's not there, he's going to do the same thing. Wow. it's That's a terrible feeling. Yeah. I'm sure. Gosh. Well, um, he is clean and sober now, so I hope that he isn't doing anything like that. Because, you know, if you, I've been to his comedy show as he's, you know, after he got sober, and his intervention is a really actually, you can watch it on Netflix's show. It's a pretty, the way he tells it is pretty clever and, um, seems to be very happy and hopeful for the rest of his life. And I felt like he made it funny somehow. And I was like, sort of rooting for him. But then when I hear the stories about what happened with his ex, I'm like, oh, gosh, should I root for you or not? Okay, I'm over it. Let's see. What do you have next? All right, let's Let's do do it. The recent quotes from the huge talent agency seems to be throwing the ginger-haired one under the bus and then backing it up and doing it all over again, blaming him for everything that is wrong with the brand and the illiterate one. No one, uh, the illiterate one doesn't need him or his toxic mess. So to me, that means a divorce or he'll just no longer do anything in public. I Come love on. that they're trying real hard to divorce <laughs> these two. I know this is, yes. but this is ridiculous. So Prince Harry, yep. Meghan Markle, is yep. it William Morris? Yep. Because that's her agency. That's her yeah. agency. And there's this whole conversation about Dior, but apparently that was a nothing no. burger. And now yeah. Camilla is wearing Dior. Yeah, but that's this is just people with too much time <laughs> on their hands. Can you fill in the blanks, please, yeah, sir? Yeah, filling in the blanks, according to, like you said, William Morris uh, Endeavor Agency, their talent agency that uh, signed Meghan Markle a few months back, is uh, released a statement that is basically just saying it's all uh, Prince Harry's faults and throwing him under the bus and backing it up and doing it all over again, blaming everything that is wrong with their current brand. We know the story with Spotify and the stories yeah. with uh, creating different uh, content and whatnot uh, is nothing of Meghan Markle's fault. It's all of Prince Harry's fault. Oh, gosh. Okay. And then implying here that maybe that means a divorce or it means he can't say, do anything in public anymore. They've been trying really hard to get us to buy into this idea that there's a divorce imminent. Yeah. I would just lose my mind. Could you imagine? No, I just don't think that's... I mean, I don't think it's, it's true, but like, I, well, I, I don't know. I mean, stranger things have happened on him, just saying. Okay. But uh, because we have seen this kind of like all over the place. So I'm not saying it's not a coordinated attempt by people who hate them to like perpetuate this idea. Yeah. But, I mean, there's such a strong bond there with their kids and what they had to go through I mean, yeah. to, to, and oof, 
and just to be together, you know, their love story is is but sometimes pretty I mean, grand. Look what Maybe happened, it's just a story. Look what happened with with uh Kevin Costner and Christine Baumgartner. No, that okay. didn't end well either. <laughs> I'm talking about oh, the King of England who abdicated for Wallace Simpson. Oh. Like they, they had some rough patches after they went off and True. To France on their own. Yeah. yeah it's not it's not gonna all be easy cheesy. <laughs> and I will just say this one I brought up today is one of I don't know, like ten to twelve that I've not brought up because the lines and again kind of general media and everything overall is kind of attacking these two. There's been a lot of speculation about who they've hired to be part of their brand, who's part of their team, and about maybe some oh. relationships that those people are actually in for one, if not both of them. Excuse so, me? Yeah, there's been they some have new... assistants who they're doing? According to the blinds, oh, there's God. again, some of them are so outlandish that I haven't brought them up, but yeah. then this one, you know, I just wanted to drop a little tease in but there. But that's why right. we Stay in the blinds because exactly. you never know. And I will tell you, NT Lawyer has been right about a lot of things. So let's hope in this case, for the sake of the family, that this is not true. Oh, God. In the you sake guys... of the fairy tale that we would like to believe. Yes, that's true. Do you two have any? Because I'm out. Okay. We sure do. All right, let's do another one. Blinded by the item. You want one, Don? Yes. All right. How about this? B-list celebrity. I use that term loosely, is blasting a cruel A-list comic after her unnecessary dig. Mm. And I don't mean like an archaeological dig. Oh, okay, because I was going to Egypt for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Um, So this is a B-list comic? No, B-list celebrity. Celebrity. Who is blasting a cruel A-list comic? Uh huh. For her nasty dig. Okay. Her nasty dig. Stop nasty. digging it. Is this Janet Jackson? <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> okay. B-list is not good. She is definitely A-list. And I would say uh, B-list. Should I start with the celebrity? Comic? Okay, celebrity. So musician or actor? So basically, the comic Neither. said something crap about this celebrity. Okay. And hmm. I didn't say actor okay. or, or, or musician. singer. Okay. Sports. No. <laughs> A sports gal. Nope. Okay. Um, reality you know star. Well, she might consider herself a reality-ish star, but no, I don't think she's she's done any. Is like, this nepotism? Leg- I wouldn't call it nepotism, but Is I wouldn't. Is it Tori Spelling? <laughs> okay. No, but. Again, she's famous. Mm-hmm. Should we go after the people comedian? around her? Oh, oh, oh. okay. I mean, she's been her. she's done things on her own, but you'll, but you'll get what knows. I'm saying. Okay. Um, should we start with the comic? You could start Mike? with the A list. Yeah, I think we should go get the A list so comic. Took okay. a nasty dig at her. Um, so he's making fun of her. Did they have a relationship? I didn't say he. Should. Oh, oh, they have a relationship. Uh, okay. Uh, Chelsea Handler. Um, A-list comic. Amy Schumer. Oh, Amy Schumer made fun of some type of B-list celebrity. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh God, I love. And you talked about it. You brought us the story. I did. Oh no. Oh gosh. Um. So just the initial story, but not 
something happened with this B-list celebrity, and I brought the story. But adding Amy Schumer is this part. Amy Schumer wasn't involved in the original story, is what yeah. I'm asking. No, you, the, she that was? was? Yeah. She was the one who took a dig at this celebrity. Oh, no. And now this person is Is it Megan Trainer? No. She says people she's associated with. That made her famous? That made her famous. Yeah. So she is... Like, uh, but not nepotism, so she's not. So she's a spouse. <gasps> yeah. Oh, oh, Hilaria? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yay. Okay. Fill in the blanks. Uh, Hilaria Baldwin or Hillary blasts cruel backlash after Amy Schumer's sociopathic dig. So this came <sighs> from an interview that she did. What? It's just sociopathic. That's a little far, probably. She said. Uh, that Amy Schumer, what she did was a ridiculous thing to be cruel to another person. Apparently, this came on the heels of, you'll remember that that trailer for her stand-up special called out Hilaria Baldwin. You told us that story, oh, didn't you? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you know, she talked about uh, how she was a sociopath, <laughs> basically, right. because they have so many kids. And she pretends to be... You know, someone well, else. Yeah, and that she pretended to, well, essentially, she got her husband to think that she was Spanish. Yeah. When, in fact, she's not from Spain. How do you say cucumber? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Ask all the people that you grew up with in New Jersey. I'm sure they'll tell you. Okay, I've got one for you. All right, let's do it. All right. Blinded by the item. This celebrity entrepreneur who always talks about her humble roots turned fans off. By flashing her new 10-carat engagement ring and insinuating that she would have to do sex acts to earn it. (laughs) Uh, I think we know this is Bethany Frankel. Yay! Good job. Yes. Okay. Which I saw that big fat rock on her hands. Oh, it's just so Also, are we is anybody surprised that she's wearing a big ass ring? What's no. what's the criticism? Fill in the blanks and then tell me what's wrong. Okay, so what is wrong is that so she was flashing other rings like she was just showing off, you know, like here's some rings and what do I have to do for this? In the background, she had playing this song called One Margarita, which talks oh, yeah. about oh my what God. you have to do to get the jewelry. If you're not on the One Margarita meme <laughs> on TikTok, you're missing <laughs> That's out. That's right. I can't even say. Give me one margarita. Thank you for those blind (laughs) items. That was fun. When we come back, more pop culture and entertainment. We do those blind items every day right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. You can download the podcast by heading to our website. My talk for my good friends at Alight. I want you to do me a favor. Head to wearealight.org slash Bradley. There you can reserve your spot to hang out with me tonight. I'm going to be uh, hosting a conversation with a fabulous author uh, about, well, in honor and in celebration of World Refugee Day. In fact, it's this evening at 6 p.m. at Quincy Hall, where uh, a light's Minneapolis office is. Uh, the evening begins, as I said, at 6. We're going to have a conversation with Andrew Leon Hanna, the author of 25 Million Sparks. You can pick up a copy of the book. You can listen to uh, our conversation. Then we're going to have a reception with Soleil Ramirez from Arepa Bar at the Alight office. For more details and to reserve your spot, and uh, the spots are free, but you got to reserve them online, head to wearealight.org slash Bradley. And thank you. Mm-hmm.